dolphin jerk off test. There's <laughs> so many articles that are like How are there infi- so many articles for that? An infamous NASA experiment involving horny dolphins and LSD. Remember? Whoa. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Class X Radio, the podcast where a bunch of nerds get together and talk about whatever we find interesting. I'm Mark, and always with me, Fierce Jim. And yeah, welcome back to another episode. Chandler over in the corner. Mm-hmm. Chandler's always creeping in the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like our uh, our Jamie, right? Isn't that the Joe Rogan guy? <laughs> hey, hey, Jamie, why don't you pull that up? <laughs> But Chandler doesn't do anything else. Mm, no. It's more, it's more <laughs> just like, isn't that right, Chandler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Um, we had a bye week, but now we're back. Mm-hmm. We're like football. Monday, <laughs> Monday night football. Wait, is, Mon- no. is Monday a day they have football? I don't know. I think so. Isn't it m- Monday, Thursday, Thursdays, Sunday? Sundays, yeah. I don't know. I, I think don't so. give a fuck about football. <laughs> As you can tell, we enjoy sports. <laughs> we were very sporty gentlemen. Um, no, yeah. instead we just instead we just spend our time looking up horrifying things. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very horrifying things. That's what we did for probably about what like a half an hour prior to this. Oh yeah. So which, that's what you told me to do. Yep. That, <laughs> yeah. So that is what we're talking about today. It's just terrifying horrors of mankind and what we have brought into the existence of this world for no particular reason. As the quote goes, man-made horrors beyond one's comprehension. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nikola mm-hmm. Tesla. That's not that wasn't the exact quote, wasn't it? Something like that. Uh, it's something. It was like you in your you, lifetime. Yeah, you, you will live to see man-made horrors beyond your comprehension. I don't know. He said a lot of shit, but this is also the guy who loved Birds like he loved women. Is that wait what? <laughs> you don't know that he loved he, the birds. Yeah, so no, no, no. It was a specific like pigeon. It was like a white pigeon that would hang around his place, I guess. And he is quoted like he had written this saying, "I love this bird as a man loves a woman." Straight up, that's a fact. Don't fact check me on that, but it's a fact. <laughs> fact checkers, stay out of this. Um, I would be interested in finding that. I'd... I'm am gonna look it up. Because <laughs> I, I swear to God, I've seen that before. Are we kind of saying like, he had sex with the bird? No, 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 no. He just my, it was my brother. <laughs> I mean, you can be in love with something and not be sexually attracted to it. I hope he wasn't attracted to a pigeon, because I mean, poor pigeon at that point. But I mean, you know that pigeons die when they have sex, right? Like bees? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, at least the one I had sex with did. Oh. <laughs> oh I've heard that. I've heard that joke before, and I can't believe I didn't see it. I can't believe you didn't either. <laughs> what do we got, Pierce? Um, Nothing yet. We can keep talking. I'll just keep digging myself into a hole uh-huh. about how I fuck birds. It can't be worse than... So he's talking... Yeah, okay. Whoa, this is called Wings of Desire, Nicola Tesla's Jesus. Fantastic Secret. Whoa. Oh my god. It, so there's stuff like... He, so he reportedly, reportedly said that line that I just also, that I said, but another thing that says... He's quoted saying, When that pigeon died, something went out of my life. Up to that time, I knew with a certainty... Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I don't know. He, Yeah, but he liked that pigeon quite a bit. I guess that's fair. I mean, it's like having a pet. Like when you lose a dog, it's like 
Yeah, 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 but you also yeah, don't you're... say like, "Oh, I love that dog like I love my wife." <laughs> well, that, well, yeah, okay, yes. Well, I was gonna say like he was a grown man who had, I would have to imagine, multiple pets across his life for this pigeon, for him yeah, to be like, I... when that bird died, my light went out. <laughs> like, I don't know. All the dark, all the days seemed darker. My one, one white pigeon of light. <laughs> <laughs> He, 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 he brought me all the branches as Noah was brought all the branches. Uh, yeah, he's a strange guy. He he had a lot of strange notions. Maybe that's why he was murked. Probably. It's a love of pigeons. <laughs> sick bastard. <laughs> that, <laughs> that goddamn pigeon lover. Oh, I saw Chain a... <laughs> I saw a... Um, it was an article... But it was uh, like a zookeeper, and I can't remember which bird it was, but they like the the birds. It, it was like a it was a bigger bird. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't an ostrich. It wasn't an emu. But it was maybe some kind of stork, I think. But either way, the bird got attached to the zookeeper, and basically thought like to the bird like the zookeeper was. Um, it's mate? Yeah, it's mate. And, oh, okay. And I was going to say imprinted, but that's not the same thing. No, it, so. yeah, it was like it's mate. And even when he like quit there or got fired from there or something or like moved to a different habitat, he would still have to come see that bird every day because like the bird would freak out if he, <laughs> if he didn't. Well, that's like that Um, there was a study that was conducted like so long ago, like the 40s, 50s. Maybe I, I could be getting the timeline mixed up, but it, it was a long time ago and it was a, like a dolphin and like, could they teach dolphins like math and stuff? Like, so they raised this dolphin in like a house basically to see like how intelligent they were. And long story short, it just ended up with the dolphin being like, you know what? If they want me to do math, I'm going to get this zookeeper to just jerk me off before I do any math. It's like it learned it learned that to be like okay well if they, if they want anything from me I gotta be finished off first. How did how did the zookeeper come to that conclusion? I, this do, is what, I have what I, want to I know. have no See, like they're, idea. They're, they're looking at the dolphin. They're standing next to each other, and the one guy's like, I'm, "I think it wants me to jerk it off." <laughs> <laughs> What you're telling me is okay for a dolphin to do that, but when I do it, it's sexual assault. So if you want me to come to work and do work, I need to get something a little bit more than money. Wait, wait, wait. Um. See that dolphin? Yeah? I think it wants me to jerk it off. How, like... Yeah, it's like, you, you sure he just doesn't want a fish? Like, Some food? Maybe to not be in a house. (laughs) So maybe he doesn't want to do math. (laughs) Okay, when you say a house, you mean like it was like a tank with like a desk with some books floating in there. I no, (laughs) I have I have no idea. Like I don't know like the 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 whole specifics of the situation. I'm totally like butchering the whole story. (laughs) But if you look at if you look up, (laughs) this is how I found it on Google: dolphin jerk off test. There's... (laughs) So many articles that are like how are there so infi- many articles for that? An infamous NASA experiment involving horny dolphins and LSD. Remember, <laughs> remember, remember, 
the girl who talked to dolphins and masturbated them to. Oh, oh, oh my. Uh, yeah. Dolphins are just living the life, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Getting jacked off, doing LSD. Yeah, the experiment escalated when the female researcher started to masturbate the dolphin and then later taking LSD with the dolphin. <laughs> Whoa. Jesus. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine getting paid for that? <laughs> Dude, what'd you do? What did you do to work a day, honey? You're not well, gonna believe it. Well, <laughs> I'm not gonna believe this. Well, so I it was a meme on the internet and I had always wondered how people had discovered the fact that dolphin pussy jelly was a thing. Say that when I'm drinking water, dude. I almost spit water all over the mic. You what, dude? Oh you never heard of this? No, dolphin jelly pussy. What? So apparently, oh please no. <laughs> apparently, mm. dolphin vaginas excrete a jelly that like makes the males come intensely. Oh. And that, like, if a human male's penis comes into contact with it, you could, like, come yourself to death. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> what? Wait. Hold up. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. What? That's possible? Oh, my God. That's just what I heard. <laughs> I don't know for a <laughs> What a way to go! I was, I was gonna make a shitty joke about like, so so like marble rye or wheat bread, like for something to put the jelly on. I don't know. It's gonna make some stupid bread jelly joke, but that is just way funnier than any joke I could make. Oh, what would you like for your last meal? <laughs> Well, <laughs> she won't even make it to the chair. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Jesus! Oh my god! Oh, that can't be true. No, oh my. Which part? Coming yourself to death. I don't think that's real. I mean, I can look oh, it up, but it's going to put me on some sort of list. <laughs> it's going to put me on some It's going to make it on my bucket list. That's what list is going to make. Oh, my God. Oh, how do we even... Where do we go from there? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. That's... That's... I don't know if that's, like, torturous or, like, death by snoo-snoo. Yeah. It truly is death it, by snoo-snoo. Oh, that's... that's this isn't what I wanted when I started Googling this. Oh, God. They gave me an article about, like... It's like, I didn't think you needed paragraphs to describe what a dolphin vagina looks like. Oh, my God. But apparently it exists. <laughs> you need several paragraphs. Each This is a quote. Each dolphin species has a special combination of flaps, folds, spirals, and twists. Whoa. <laughs> They're all different. They don't just have one, like you know, like it's like a like a duck wiener kind of. Don't they have like corkscrew? I don't know. 
I'm like I don't know. totally no, sn- yeah no ducks do ducks have <laughs> devil dicks dude I'm like totally snitching on myself by saying <laughs> like I know what duck penises look like I don't know I've never seen one I've just heard they're like corkscrew or whatever okay do you guys know what Quora is Quora Q U O R A it's kind of like oh the website it's yeah. like the question <laughs> asking yeah I'm sorry before you get into that I just wanted to note that this article that I was reading ends with a bold text sentence that says let's hope female genitalia or oh it says i thought it said let's hope dolphin female genitalia will receive the attention that it deserves but jesus christ okay um yeah so i looked on core i I looked up can you can you come yourself to death In the top, yes, that is where the experts go. To oh, I know. Answer all I know. That's why. That's why I clicked on it because it was. Oh, I wanted to see. Top answer: Vicky Prest. Oh God. Working title: Sex worker and feminist. It is there is a rare condition which causes suffering. Uh, oh, which causes orgasms up to two hundred or more times a day. But I mean, considering her lack of credentials, I mean, she is a sex worker. Do you think she's killed anyone? <laughs> I don't see what that has to do with it. No, I mean like Oh, oh. <laughs> she has first hand experience. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm on know your meme right now. Apparently the the dolphin pussy jelly thing was just like a fake oh like okay. a, a fake thing. Okay. Um but the original claim was that it made Male dolphins ejaculate repeatedly, and then scientists once tested it on a monkey's penis, and it died of a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh my god. And then people advocated for releasing the jelly as a form of suicide for, like, assisted suicide. (laughs) But but it's not real. (laughs) Oh my god. Dude. Oh, the monkey thing wasn't real? No, no, that was not real. Oh, okay. I just imagine like, the, the those, sci- of- those scientists putting a monkey. So they're just like silently saluting him as he goes into the tank. Like, thank you for your service. Godspeed. <laughs> thank God that's fake. Oh, the world as I know it is slightly back to where yeah. where, was I, where I thought. Honestly, I, I feel like if oh. that was if that was true. Do you know what sort of underground market there would be for that jelly, dude? Like, dolphins would be hunted... Female dolphins would be hunted out of extinction. And by proxy, I guess, the whole species. But they would be hunted out of extinction if that was a thing. Like, that seems so dystopian. Like, More than they already are? I Why? Do not Why? Need to see what? that. That's what, I, that. <laughs> that's what happens when we start that, researching these kinds of things, guys. I just... I feel like that's like... You know, like, I don't know, when movies in the future, they're set in the future, and it's like, there's a terrible drug crisis, and there's this new drug that everybody's taking. It's like, it's like that pussy jelly. Dolphin pussy jelly. And these kids, they're coming themselves to death. It's like an episode of Batman Beyond. (laughs) The kids are calling it Dussie Jelly. (laughs) DPJ. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, wow. <laughs> New drug on the streets called DPJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. All How right. do you even go from that? Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, <sighs> so... We can start with a man-made horror. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what this episode is supposed yeah. to be about. Uh, I mean, I feel like the idea of that is is a horror. So I mean, <laughs> if we want to keep the like somewhat funny train rolling, I have a uh, funny one we can start with. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So this is a company called. Give me one second. Every, Every time, time. <laughs> we even moved the grandfather clock into the bathroom so that it wouldn't chime <laughs> during the recording. But anyhow, okay. So this is a company called Byte Labs. All right. Yes. B Y T E or Byte as in Byte as in like munch. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so it's it, their website says eat celebrity meat. Byte Lab grows meat from celebrity tissue samples. And turns it into artisanal salami. Oh! And it's something that, like, when it was first announced, people thought it was, like, a joke. But it's apparently very real. <laughs> hey, Mom, I gotta get some salami. <laughs> <laughs> or imagine, like, biting in, like, being over at your friend's house. And they have, like, a little charcuterie board set up for, like, a <laughs> dinner get-together. And you're like, man, this salami is really good. Where'd you get it? And you're like... Ryan Gosling. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Oh, you're eating Ryan Gosling. So wait, they took tissues. It's like well, they take tissue samples from a celebrity and they grow it in a lab and then they like replicate it and into then salami. Tur- and then turn and then once it's meat, they yeah, they, then they cure it and turn it into salami like you would any other meat. So it's cannibalism. I mean, I guess is eating, yeah is eating a clone cannibalism. Yeah. I mean, just... Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it is... Well, it was never a person, though. I I don't know. I think it's the... It's It's what it's made out of. Yeah, it's like the... What is the word I'm thinking of? The, um... The principle. It is the principle. Of <laughs> okay. Okay. It's like, like that is essentially cannibalism because like, you're you're eating it in the in the form of like this is a human being that I know who existed and this is totally based on their genetic makeup. So you're like. But so would you call like a lab created steak the same as eating a cow? Because I don't <clears> think I would. No, but I exactly. But cows don't have like souls. Like a person. Does. Okay, wait. Well, all, right. all right, all right. This is, this is a total. Yeah, that. <laughs> that's another can of worms. But yes, if if it is made up of the souls, if it's made up of the same genetic material, I think the Buddhists would disagree with you. For the record, I d- or the not or no Hindus, Buddhists. I don't know. Yes, one, one the religious fucking master. We know everything about religion. No, I had to, dude. No. But yeah, it's the same it, chemical makeup. It, like you're taking human tissue, you're growing it, turning it into something, and then just because you cure it into something else does not make it any less human flesh. I'd eat it. You need it. I'd eat it. Oh, oh. I'd, I mean, I don't think I would. <laughs> no, I would not. I try touch that. I mean, just yeah. I mean, like you take a piece of cow tissue, do the same thing. You make lab cow salami. Doesn't make it any less okay. cow meat. Okay, let's let's. <clears throat> shift checks on this a little bit. Shift if checks? Shift cracks <laughs> on this a little bit. If someone fed it to you and you thought it was good and then they told you that it was cloned human meat, how upset would you be? I'd press charges. Very, yeah. It's like the same as being like, being like oh, here, eat this steak and then it's like you're done with it. You're like, wow, that was pretty good. And you're like, that was your dog. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's the... It's the like, no, it'd be more like that was... Freak! Clone. You like eating Labrador! <laughs> that's, that's cloned meat from your dog, and I'd be like, huh. Interesting. <laughs> like, I would be re- that upset. That, that would that be your reaction. Well, I, for, I, I guess my reaction would be more like, what the fuck, where did you get this? <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. No, that, that just, it brings, I don't know, it's like... A, I'm thinking more of the moral dilemma. It's like, if we normalize eating lab-grown human salami, then where's the line? Yeah, because there, there's definitely somebody who's like, who's like <laughs> I like, cannot. If that, is already, no, if that already exists, you know then that, how far can that like, train go? You, and you know, like, the crazy, like, celebrity, or, or like, stands of celebrities that are, like, like so, in, like, what happened to Bjork, like, years and years and years ago, like, that... <clears throat> stupid incel guy that tried to like drown her face in acid or something. Yeah, yeah. Like so, the smiling friends episode that has like the the bomb, like mm-hmm. fucking the Hobbit gives them the bomb. Yeah, that's totally based on the Bjork thing. Like some crazy fan was documenting it, like the end of his life. He didn't know it was going to be the end of his life, but like he was like. Yeah, I'm gonna make Bjork just as ugly as me, so she'll finally fall in love with me, or or something crazy. So you give someone James Franco salami, they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, dude, I have to just have James well, Franco's flesh." Well, you know, I mean, I think <laughs> like, at that point you just have a loyal customer and someone who doesn't kill James Franco. Well, I mean, sure, but then you're you're inciting all these like <laughs> psychopathic people. Oh. <laughs> A loyal customer. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm saying... <clears throat> all I'm saying is if they get Zendaya on board, I'm all about it. But oh. until then, no. <laughs> you can just, Zendaya pussy jelly. <laughs> you can just, can't you just, like... Like, if that becomes the norm, then it's going to get popular. Popular. Bleh, popular. I can't say that word. Popularized? Popularized. Yes. Oh. And, like... Can you imagine just like going to Walmart and just having James Franco's face slapped on a stick of salami along with like 20 other celebrities that are growing their own salami? (laughs) You go to a restaurant, how would you like your steak? You're like, hmm, Tom Holland, medium well. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, it's fucking insane. That's super weird. (laughs) I know. Uh, Tonight we're serving the celebrity charcuterie board. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight's a special night. We're featuring the main cast of the Avengers. (laughs) Oh, and then they they start doing it with like cheese too. Oh, oh, (laughs) no! But what if one of those celebrities died? They still have those tissue samples. You're oh. eating someone's flesh that is dead. Yeah, oh. Do you see, like, where is the line? <laughs> <laughs> I was made Pierce throw up a celebrity oh. breast milk cheese. <laughs> oh. no. I'm honestly surprised that that's not something, like... I, I could see someone, like, um... Uh, who is it that has goop? Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she would her, be all about that. Selling, like, her own breast milk cheese on that website. Yeah. Does she have a kid? Well, she, she sold the um, candle that smelled like her vagina. You guys remember that? I do. Yeah. I don't... Never smelled it. I never smelled it either. I would like to, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> who wants to go next? <laughs> I don't have anything nearly... I, I don't have anything that even remotely ties in with that. Yeah. Um, so, they... Okay. Spiders, right? Spiders? Spiders. 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 You guys don't say it like that? You say spider? Spider. 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 Spider-Man. 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 <laughs> goddamn Spider-Man. I want, I, want epic, I want them goddamn pictures of goddamn Spider-Man on my dad right now. You hear me? <laughs> Fucking country. <laughs> I want a picture of goddamn Spider-Man. I want them goddamn right now. Well, I say spider, right? So, you know how... Um, the textile strength of spider silk is like off the charts compared to anything we have. Yeah, it's yes. like yeah, and how way stronger than steel, right? And how like apparently milking spiders, like that's a thing. Like that's happened. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they milk spiders for the silk. I think orb weavers, right? Because they have this. I think orb weavers might have like the strongest it. textile strength silk. But either way, it, like it takes a lot of time and money. So I can't remember what year this was. I can look it up real quick. Um, but they. Cross the uh, genetic, uh, I don't want to say enhanced, but they um, genetically mutated goats. So when you milk a goat, I remember this. I remember. I remember hearing about this. Yeah, the, the spider goat mixture thing. Yeah, like yeah. the. I don't know if it's like. I mean, obviously, the, you don't milk a goat in like fucking spider webs come shooting out of it. <laughs> it's still the milk, but the proteins or whatever, like the chemical makeup for spider silk is in the goat milk. I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> because, <laughs> because like Spider-Man I, shooting webs out of goat udders. That's basically <laughs> what I was picturing. Oh, God. But yeah, they, they like refine oh. the milk or do whatever to it, and they get the... like. They get spider silk, but it's not, since it's technically not, like... I had to look up, sorry to interrupt you, I had to look up what a spider milking... Oh, man, they got that thing strapped down like it's a BDSM recipient. <laughs> yeah, so, like... What the fuck? So, yeah, so it's like... It's like a spindle. Yeah, and it's a... I mean, basically, and then they just start rotating it, and it just pulls it right oh, out of the spider's oh, ass. That's foul. I didn't, I didn't need the spider ass close up. Well, yeah. That's disgusting. I just hate how they have him pinned down like he's done some sort of <laughs> terrible crime. Poor spiders. Oh, I don't know. If you haven't seen Reacher yet, but in that show, they nail dudes to walls and cut their nuts off and feed it to them. And that's, oh my god! That's what it looks like is happening to that poor spider. Jeez. But yeah, so God, <laughs> <laughs> fucking goat milk with the spider proteins in them. So yeah, that's just basically what I was leading into genetic coding and like hybrids of animals and stuff. And recently, in 2019. They, uh, Japan lifted some sort of, I can't, it was a law of some sort. About, like, genetics? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Genetic engineering? Genetic engineering with, uh, human-animal hybrids. No. All right. Okay. Yeah. They they got rid of the law or made made it illegal to do it? It was a law for a long time, but they just recently got rid of it. And now they're doing animal-human hybrid experiments. Nice. Yeah. Um... For what reason, I'm not sure. 
Um, what good comes of that? Like, who thinks that like anything positive is coming out of that? So Hiramutsu Takakuchi. I'm, not, I'm sure okay. I butchered that. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I was just trying to. Yes. <laughs> um, him who leads the team at University of Tokyo and Stanford University in California, plans to grow human cells in mouse and rat embryos and then transplant those embryos into surrogate animals. Um, well, it's basically like that South Park episode, right? Where he's like, they grow Mr. Garrison a new penis on the side of a mouse. Yeah, no, that's what it is. It's um, The goal is to grow human organs inside of these rats and mice to then be used to transplant into humans. Well, I don't think it's, like, inside of them. It's, like... Because I think I've seen the picture of, like, the ear on the side of the mouse. And then you can then cut the ear off the mouse and transplant it onto somebody who lost their ear. Right? It doesn't say if it's outside. I mean... I mean, I can't imagine it's inside. It's a rat. Um, But, yeah, it says, Until March, Japan explicitly forbade the growth of animal... Embryos containing human cells beyond 14 days or the transplant of such embryos into a surrogate uterus. That month, Japan's Education and Science Ministry issued new guidelines allowing the creation of human animal embryos that can be transplanted into surrogate animals and brought to term. Brought to term. So they're not, they're not like, like it's, yeah, it's, it's a real live mouse that is born with human organs. That just sounds like one step off from having... Master Splinter. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, what? I don't really understand the point. I don't understand what would... What giving a rat human DNA... I, I, how, I, I feel like the rats is like a stepping stone. Because, like, eventually they'll do it on, like, something really close to us. Like, monkeys. And then they'll have actual, more or less, like, human-ish body parts to... You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. at least then it's like size. The size comparison is, I, I I don't I don't know what they're getting at with that. I think it's just to grow human organs. It says the strategy that he and other scientists are exploring is to create an animal embryo that lacks a gene necessary for the production of certain organs, such as a pancreas, and then inject human-induced pluripotent stem cells into the animal embryo. Um, IPS cells are those that have been reprogrammed to an embryotic-like state that can give rise to almost all types of cells. So it's kind of like a stem cell thing. A stem cell generator? Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, and just why? Like, for what reason besides what they listed would that be a good idea? I mean, I don't know. I guess like Pierce said, you know, you... Start doing it with other animals. Yeah, I think this is just like the stepping stone. I feel like rats are always the stepping stone to more ambitious ideas. But like, this is very much like, um, what is that guy's name in Jurassic Park? It's like, we spend so much time thinking, can we do these things? Yeah, exactly. We never stop and think, should we do them? Because that is, like, it's actually unnerving to think about, honestly. It it sounds like... Stuart Little's origin story <laughs> to me. <laughs> I just, ooh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. But then they were talking about, like, you know, obviously in a laboratory using, you know, human cells and rat DNA to create this fetus, and then they then put the fetus into a pig, and the pig would then give birth to a human 
rat hybrid. What? I mean, at that why? rate, why would you not just use like a synthetic womb? Yeah, we talked about that a couple of episodes yeah. ago. I I think it's because the technology's not there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's understandable, I guess. But like, Nate, keep I, it that way. Yeah, yeah, please. Like, I just, oh my god, uh, that like makes me fear for humanity. <laughs> We're gonna it, it, first. It's gonna be robots that overtake us, and then the things overtaking the robots are gonna be rats with human <laughs> organs. It's gonna be an army of master splinters just all like it takes, kicking Terminator ass. Yeah, I'm gonna say all it takes is one of those rats to escape, breed, and then the situation's out of control. And then it just takes one of those the half what would it be a quarter human rats to wander into a nuclear generator. <laughs> <laughs> and and then and then the end. Yeah. Oh my god. Well so to circle back to the spider really quickly and how spider. the spider and how he was <laughs> pretty much racked up. <laughs> um, <laughs> that dude was crucified on that yeah. table. So my like um, upside down too. Yeah, my uh, my things on um, human made horrors. I guess they come a little bit before Tesla's time. So. It's just, like, medieval torture is just, like, so insane. Like, the amount of, like, like how creative these motherfuckers were to be like, you know what, I'm just going to crock up the most ridiculous... Like, okay, the Judas Cradle, for instance, which is, like... So, a victim is, like, put into restraints, right? And it's, like, a, kind of like a, a chair thing. So, it's, like, a chair with, like, a pyramid on it. And you get lowered down, and it splits you from your oh, butthole. from your butthole. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> who the fuck thought of that? It was like, you know what? This, this is it right here. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I've brought this show up on the on our show before, but like, do you guys remember that? I think it was like either a Discovery or a History Channel show where they would like talk about a specific torture device and then rebuild it themselves. Yeah, and then throw like a synthetic dummy on it and see how it tore the person up. And I can't remember what that show was called, but it was dope. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just yeah. I mean, I don't even know what kind of torturing. I feel like we just stick to the classics for like modern day, like cutting people's pinkies off and bamboo shoots and the fingernails and stuff like that. But you guys know how like the I can't. I don't know what it was called rather than just, like, having a metal box strapped to your chest with rats in it. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Have you ever heard about that, Pierce? Yeah, rat torture is number six on this list. Yeah. So they'd, take a, they'd put rats in a metal box, strap the metal box to your chest, and then place a fire on the other side of the metal box, and the rats sense the fire. It's heating up in the metal box, and they have nowhere to go but through your chest. So they literally just... Eat your eat their way through your chest, and like that's how they would kill people. Oh my! We need to have like a warning at the beginning of this episode because <laughs> this is brutal. Have I ever talked? I like I, I, I like, like don't I'm, even want to talk about some of these dudes. Some of these are bad. I feel like I've talked about this one on the air before. I don't know why, would have, but maybe we've just had this conversation before. But like, there's the one where they put you on a boat. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. They put you so like they basically strap you on a boat. With your head sticking out over the edge and then put another boat on top of it so you're like encased in it and then they just like force feed you milk and honey 
Yeah, yeah. And so they like, cover you in milk and honey. Yeah. So like, you, you basically just, you just like shit yourself it, to death. Yeah, and well, eaten it, alive it, by bugs. Yeah. Oh my Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, between the sh- between the shit and the milk and honey, like you also are just getting attacked by bugs the whole time, and they'll just like eat your skin while you're fucking trying not to shit yourself. Yeah, yeah. I don't like where this is going anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the only other medieval torture device that I know of is it's like I think it's called like the pear. Yeah, the choke pear. Yeah. Okay. I was that that, that's that's the one that gave me like the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, that was it, terrifying. Yeah. So it's like they it's like a metal shaped pear, and they put in your mouth, and then it's basically like they just turn the like, knob like and it has like, like leaves it has like leaves yeah. basically and it opens the pear more and more yeah inside your mouth like, until basically like you you break your jaw and your face comes unhinged yeah oh my I remember <laughs> I remember them making like remaking and then testing that one on that show I think waterboarding is a good yeah waterboarding seems like to aim oh my god <laughs> So the the just like I don't know to to circle back really quickly that like the sadistic nature of these people to be like yeah we definitely need to do these to like women and homosexuals like these witches and, and homos like <laughs> we're gonna kill them we're gonna kill them in the worst ways possible it's like what are you, what until they commit to crimes yeah like crimes they didn't even do yeah. really it's like the same with like how you like mentally manipulate somebody until they're like holy fuck okay i did it and it's like you know what i mean like, like so you admit the white rooms yeah. yeah so you didn't do it yeah sure, <laughs> sure <I guess. laughs> um i don't know if these two were on the list i feel like they kind of go hand in hand but like the one is basically a big wooden octagon with a with a turner on it that and then they strap you up and put you on it like you're riding it mm-hmm. and then uh oh. just start turning it so just it's like smacking around and stuff, oh. <laughs> like your legs and dick and balls and stuff oh. until it's just like raw on the inside. But the the worst version of that is the pyramid. Was that one? That was the one he was talking about. No, no. the Judas chair is a little different. You, you, was that one on the list? No. The, the pyramid is basically just that. It's like a big pyramid with a metal uh, tip on it. And they just tie you up by your hands and feet. And then like lower you. No, yeah, that's the that's the, the Judas chair. onto the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then just the shake Judas you around chair. on it until. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, okay. I'd really like <laughs> to get off this now. I'm super uncomfortable. I just think like even cr- like crucifying people. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Even that is like you don't you don't die from bleeding out. No. So yeah, they. They obviously spike your wrist bones. And I, then... I feel like and spiking wasn't even like super normal, to be honest. I feel like a lot of them just got tied up. Well, even yeah. even so, like I, yeah, it, not not downplaying it or anything. Well, <laughs> well I know like... I know they uh, when they like hammered your ankles together. That was like the whole point of it is because you, you have to like you have well, to they, hold yourself they up. Broke your ankles. Yeah, they. But like, like they to had, get them together, like in a clump, basically. Yeah, and like it was either most people died of like suffocation mm-hmm. on like a crucifix because like they were trying to hold themselves up with broken ankles and like, but after a while, like, obviously it's gonna you're gonna right. give out and you're just gonna like suffocate to death because like the strain on your chest from your body. Yeah, 
I was just trying to think of what movie this scene was in my head from. What horror movie or like... Passion of the Christ? Killer. No, no, not that. But whatever movie it was I was trying to think of. For it to end up actually being Pirates of the Caribbean fucking 2. <laughs> when they, they show these dudes in, in cages that they just like have held up into the sky where they basically just let the crows and mm-hmm. and um, vultures and shit just eat them alive essentially. Yeah. Like there, no, there's a scene where like they, they put a guy in it and put them out and it's like the crows know that it's mm-hmm. feeding time and they basically just got swarmed and oh. I'm pretty sure they show in that movie like his eyeball being eaten out of his head. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> like, know about that. No, I swear to god dude it's like the beginning of Pirates 2. That's crazy. It's the be- yeah like literally like the first scene of that movie. Oh. <laughs> uh, does anyone have anything brighter? <laughs> yeah <maybe>? Jim. Well <laughs> my next one is going to be pretty dark as well. So like my main um track of research that I did I think I don't know if we said this on air but like you focused on like technology researchy gross weird shit like that kind of Pierce did um torture devices and I kind of focused on like medical stuff and like the horrors of the medical industry before we knew what was good um so like the first one I wanted to talk about was just lobotomies oh yeah so like the the this one dude Walter Walter Freeman, I'm gonna dox him because he's a he's a bastard apparently. Um, he like originally he um, would drill a hole in the top of a patient's skull to to like remove pieces of the brain, but eventually it turned into what we know at where they like use the ice pick on your eye. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... Sounds like Jeffrey Dahmer. Fucked up. Um, Dahmer. Did you just call him Dahmer? Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer, not Dahmer. But I guess the, the first person who they did it to was some woman in 36 who was suffering from depression and sleeplessness, and it was deemed a success. <laughs> but Oh, yeah, let me just <laughs> chisel into your eye really quick. But um, I guess it left a lot of people in a vegetative state and they experienced relapses. And regressed physically and emotionally, and as many as 15% of them died. Um, one of his most infamous victims was JFK's sister, Rosemary, which Jeez. I did not know that. They probably covered it up. Um, he was like a showman as well. He was like a, like, you know how people would sell like snake oil cures and shit? Yeah. He was basically doing that with lobotomies. He traveled across 23 states and performed almost 3,500 lobotomies on patients who, some of them weren't even in their teens yet. Oh my God. Whoa. Yes. Um, Doc, take care of my wife. She won't stop bitching. <laughs> even, even though there were obvious risks and there wasn't a concrete success rate, a lot of hospitals let him keep doing it because lobotomized patients were considered quote-unquote easier to deal with. Everything changed in 67 when he did a lobotomy on one of his original patients a housewife from Berkeley, California, but he severed a blood vessel and she died of a brain hemorrhage and that was the last one that he did. Wow. <laughs> wow. To think that didn't happen sooner though. like Yeah. No kidding. But like that's what's crazy to me is that hospital was just like, oh yeah, come in, take care of our, some, some of our more aggressive <laughs> people in here. Well, just... I mean, back, back then, you gotta think like psych wards didn't have like 
any sort of standards and you could get admitted to a psych ward for literally nothing and then there's like oh well it's like I'm like a sane person I shouldn't be in here it's like oh we got another one lobotomizer I, I can kind of lead it into a more funny one if nobody else has one I've there's a couple on this one I article have, that I found that were pretty good I have another one it's my last one but it's not cheerful mm-hmm. I think we need a break do you have a cheerful one, Pierce? No, I don't. Okay, I'll just I'll transition into this other one. So we're talking about horrors. I don't think any of these are really cheerful per uh, se. The salami but... one was. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one was about how, in the 19th century, doctors invented the female vibrator. the 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 point was for them to cure the female disease hysteria, which isn't a real thing. Yeah, obviously, but apparently, like. The reason they would think women got hysteria was they, they called it uh, wandering womb. And basically the idea was just that their wombs, like their uterus would move around inside them and like get out of place and that would cause them to go crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know how ridiculous that sounds? You just need to smack her around a little bit in the stomach and get things <laughs> back into place. Wandering but, so basically, the wandering womb. So like, Doc, like if one of the reverses were switched, she's like, ah, yeah, he's got traveling testicles. <laughs> <laughs> got to put him down. But no, so like they would send women to uh, like the hospitals and shit with for hysteria or whatever. Before this one dude invented the vibrator, essentially, doctors would alleviate women of hysteria by massaging them themselves. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> what? Bro. You a quickie doc- on him. <laughs> these doctors were macking back in the day. Oh, that's disgusting. Like, sure, I guess, unless you're like the chick who's like, my husband can't get me off, so I'm just going to pretend I have hysteria so I can go have the doctor jerk me off for free. <laughs> I don't know, I, man. What? <laughs> what? Uh, what? The treatment was called a pelvic massage <laughs> that, would, that, would, that would induce what was called a hysterectal paroxysm, which is now commonly known as an orgasm. <laughs> yeah, uh, Victorian doctors would massage women manually. Oh my god. Which is commonly known as an orgasm. Oh. In an effort to spare doctors' work, one ingenious practitioner <laughs> to spare the doctors the work of making all these women come. Um, this guy, uh, Doctor Joseph Mortimer Granville, created a steam-powered, quote-unquote, electro electromechanical medical instrument nicknamed the manipulator. <laughs> <laughs> The device allowed women to give themselves home massages, you, allowing you them to cure their wandering womb themselves. You literally cannot make this shit up. <laughs> you, cannot. you cannot, dude. Dude, that's how that's how vibrators were invented. <laughs> One fucking doctor was tired of jerking chicks off all day, so he was like, "There's gotta be a simpler solution." <laughs> oh my. I mean, it looks. Wow. It basically looks like a hair dryer with a Brillo pad connected to it. Oh yeah, that oh. looks terrible. I can't imagine you're putting that against your bare puss. You gotta have something in between. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, I think that's an over the pants sort of hand job right there. 
up. Yeah. Oh, my my head is spinning <laughs> with this whole conversation. Dude, they were <laughs> wild back then. They were really just doing whatever. <laughs> like, like some guy goes to the doctor and he's like with his wife and he's like, Doctor, my wife just won't shut the hell up. And he's like, Here, let me write you a prescription. You're gonna go to the pharmacy, they'll give you this device, it'll smooth everything out. <laughs> All right. Christ, yeah, who's next? <laughs> that's so that's so oh my god. <laughs> so the next one I have it's um, basically zombie dogs. Oh, God. Um, it's called Experiments in the Revival of Organisms. And it first started in the 1940s with you know, Nazi scientists. Okay. Figures, as, yeah. As most things do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, what they did is they basically take a, they took a, a severed dog's head. Right? Uh-huh. Just its head. I'm with you. And they hooked it up to basically life support. And it hooked it up to a heart machine to keep the brain active and a lung machine to also keep the brain active. And it was just like the severed dog's head on a platter. And they thought it was alive because the brain was still active. And like if you snapped your fingers next to its ear, its ears would react. Um, you know, they could see the nostrils breathing just from the machine doing its work. And they would even feed it like pieces of cheese which the dog would then not like it wouldn't chew it obviously but the organs worked enough like the tongue and everything was so worked <laughs> enough where it would just slide out the back of its head onto another plate oh <laughs> even even in the afterlife homeboy knew what was good Jesus yeah and like he would he would like this wasn't like a secret thing like they would take this severed dog's head to like conventions be like oh look how amazing this severed dog's head is look watch i'm gonna feed it a piece of cheese you're never gonna believe what happens <laughs> tell me they named it fido oh i couldn't <clears throat> i couldn't tell you <laughs> or sparky is it is it just because of like the there has to be like what like electro like electric stimuli happening in that too to like activate well, yeah, I, the mean, brain, I mean, it's right? just like you can you can put salt on a muscle and it reacts or whatever. Yeah. Or dead fish doing that. I don't know, man. That's... Mm. Wait, so that experiment specifically you said happened in like the 50s? Oh, it was the 40s. So that was like World War II. Damn, I think it must have been a... Do you have pictures of this machine? I have a picture of the dog. Oh. In the machine or before it died? It's literally a picture of a dog's head hooked up to a machine. Oh, God. Yeah. It's not exactly what I was expecting, but it's still pretty terrible. Yeah, I had to take a second look, too, because the dog... Oh, oh, that was not what I... Oh, I don't... Oh. Yeah, that's not what I was expecting, either. Oh. It's, it's much less mechanical and more literally just a dog's head on a plate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was not expecting dog head on plate. That's, <laughs> that's what I said. It was well, literally a dog's head well, on I, a I don't know. I was just, like, imagining, like, it was, like, a box and, like, the dog head was, like, mounted. It was, like, like, yeah, a like deer head. straight up. Yeah, yeah. yeah straight yeah, up and down. just, like... All right, fucking toss him on the plate. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's go. Like, Limp dog head. We don't got all fucking day to do this. It <laughs> like, looked like the the special at some creepy restaurant. Like, yeah, yeah. So like chilled, oh, chilled dog brains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the scene from Indiana Jones. <laughs> I also saw. Um, it was actually more recent. It was like the same experiment, but it was in two thousand four, 
and I think this was uh, U.S. based. But instead of like obviously instead of a severed dog's head like archaic shit like that, what they did is they took a dog and they drained all the blood out of the dog, and they replaced the blood with like some sort of um, I-, I can't remember what it was. It was like surge a, energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically another in, in place of blood. They put like these two things together, which like coursed through the dog, and obviously they had the dog hooked up to like some sort of machine, and. It worked. Like they kept the dog alive without having any blood in its system at all, and then eventually they, you know, put the blood back into the dog, and apparently it lived. I think I, I couldn't find the article. I saw something about it. Well, I, so it must have been like a blood transfusion machine. Yeah, something like that. But I, when you first said it, I was picturing them first draining the dog of all of its blood and then refilling it back up with something else. I think that's what they did. That doesn't. I don't know how it would live through that. Like a blood transfusion machine will cycle. Like they could cycle the blood out of it and refill it with something else. It might have been that, but I think it was also like like I said, I couldn't find the exact article. I read like a short synopsis on a website, and then I couldn't find the actual article itself. But I think that's where like the heart and lung machines came in. Like it kept the heart and lungs pumping, so it was still alive, but it didn't have any blood. Actually, I guess that doesn't make any sense because. Heart pumps blood through the body. It might it might have been a blood transfusion thing, but still. Yeah. Either way, I'd be curious to know what they replaced it with, and if it actually was bang energy drinks. <laughs> Do you have another one, Pierce? No, no. I, medieval torture devices ended up being too much for me to <laughs> discussing. Um, some like honorable mentions on this list, I guess. Just the fact that they would um, give out cocaine as like. Cough drops, essentially, yeah. back in the day is pretty yeah. wild to me. They also did the same thing with uh, heroin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, heroin was considered a cure for your cough in the 1980s. <laughs> you just shoot up. You won't be coughing anymore. Well, they get... they um, In World War II, like, they didn't know what like meth and shit did back then. Yeah, they gave it to like the Nazis. That's why all the Nazis looked like even more evil, because they were just fucking meth heads in yeah. like, but black they would, uniforms well, just they would put running it in, around on battlefields. They would give, like... It would be, like, in chocolate bars. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. would, like, give Nazis, like, meth chocolate bars, and they'd just be right. mowing on those for... I, I mean, I guess people on meth aren't really afraid of anything, no. so... Oh, yeah. Oh, God. So, uh, it was five times more effective than morphine and supposedly less addictive. <laughs> but they began advertising heroin-laced aspirin in 1898, which was marketed towards children suffering from sore throats, coughs, and colds. <laughs> Some of the bottles depicted wow. children eagerly reaching for the medicine with moms giving sick kids heroin on a spoon. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we really, like, I, that makes it almost laughable that it's like, the war on drugs. It's like, we literally did it to ourselves. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. So they started doing that in 98, right? So doctors started to have an inkling that heroin might not be as non-addictive <laughs> as they thought um, when patients just come coming back for bottle after bottle. Uh, despite pushbacks from physicians and negative stories, the Bayer Pharmaceuticals continued to market it until 1913. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. We were literally flying before anyone found out that heroin might be a little bit <laughs> so okay did you have any more or should i just do my last one no I'll go for it okay so this one is a cure for soft dicks all right you guys ever watch the show chin chan no ever, seen, ever seen that show i've seen no. pierce's mom oh <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> anyways, in Shin Chan, there was an episode where, like, the, the show that the yep. kid watched was... <laughs> <laughs> the show that the kid watched in that show was called Bastard Man. Bastard Man. And he had a uh, his, his bastard belt, which like had all his tools and stuff on it. <clears throat> so, like, he got his, his parents got him a bastard belt, but it, like, vibrated. So, like, he put it on his dad and, and like... It's fucking. It was a. That show's weird. It was. It's like Japanese South Park, basically. Like they do weird shit on that. Um, but, anyways, the reason I brought it up was because this was a. Um, basically, when people would come to the doctor with soft dicks, they would start. They would do what was called galvanized baths, which is basically they would put like sit you in a bathtub and fill it with electrodes and like r- run electricity through it. You were supposed to do six sessions of that, and it would restore sexual desire in you. Eventually, they started taking a quote-unquote more localized approach where rods with currents running through them were placed inside a man's urethra. The treatment would last for five to eight minutes and would be repeated once to three times a week. Oh, (laughs) whoa. That's a fetish thing for sure, dude. You know those um those like toys you would you would get and you'd like grab it and it would buzz like really hard and you like try super hard to like keep a hold oh, of it. Yeah, oh yeah, like imagine that. Like shotgun. Y- yeah, yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, bro. What? What, what is medicine? It was thought to be. It was thought to be helpful what? with atrophy in the genital muscles. Oh my. <laughs> genital muscles. What? What are what are genital muscles? I mean, I guess they thought your dick was a muscle back in the day. So this is like guys with ED, basically, and they were just like, "All right, here we go." Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> businessmen looking to make a quick buck in the late 1800s would run ads for electropathic baths or electric belts that were aimed at "quote unquote" weak men. They claimed to help cure <laughs> kidney pain, sciatic nerve issues, back issues, headaches. Nervous exhaustion, but the underlying message was that it would call what would cure a man's sexual problems. Um, but yeah, so eventually, after that, like once they started doing more of that, people they would start selling these basically like dick shocking belts that you would wear. Like, here's here's a picture. What year like is this? Like a chastity belt with a zapper basically a on chastity it. belt with with a, with a dick zapper on it. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh okay, wait. What, what year is this? What what time? It said late eighteen hundreds. Late eighteen hundreds. Yeah, it's like turn of the turn of the nineteenth century. That makes it a little bit better, I guess. I mean, like, I just I can't imagine, like, like Pierce said, like, if you're getting something shoved up your dick and then electrocuting it, like, you're either there because you want that to be happening yeah, to you, yeah. <laughs> like, you, that's seems like a drastic measure to take at some point. Right. You're not just like, mm, well, <laughs> I don't know. Me personally, I <laughs> no way. What's what, what step? How many steps have you taken? Yeah, yeah. When you're yeah. at the point where you're yeah. like, I'm going to shove a metal yeah. rod it's up like, my dick and turn do... up the electricity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turn it up to 10. Like, you have to take, like, small steps. But then I guarantee there's... Turn it up to 10. There's <laughs> just some guy who was like, all right, Seven is just not working for me. We gotta crank it up. Oh, like, oh no! Have you ever seen a video when they put an electrode on each end of a hot dog and then just turn on the electricity and it just explodes? 
I'm picturing like them, oh. them going through the testing process of this. <laughs> and they're like, don't worry about it, Mr. Johnson. We'll get you stiff and ready to go. And he's like, I don't know about this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, three, two, one. Thanks for tuning in to Class Stacks Radio and letting us tickle your tender ears with our velvety voices. Give us a five-star review on Spotify or anywhere else you agree to listen to podcasts. And check out our Twitter, at C-Stacks Radio. And also, don't forget to check out our stepsister podcast, Ugh. Mostly Nerdy Nonsense, at Nonsense Nerds on Twitter. You know what? You know, just go do you. Live your life. Hug your mom. Spank your dad. Buy a boat, go into debt, slowly fall into a crippling depression. It's your life.